Hello and welcome to the NZ Ahead podcast. I'm Liz and today I'm going to be talking to Lisa. Lisa moved from Belgium to New Zealand with her family just over a year ago. I can't wait to talk to Lisa because I've actually met Lisa in person in Belgium. When me and Brian were travelling Europe last year, we met up with our friend Bert and Lisa joined us for the day. So to know that she is now living in my country of New Zealand and we're going to chat about how her move has been is just so exciting. The other thing Lisa's going to talk to you about is something that not many people are willing to open up about, and that's homesickness. I don't know anyone who would make the move to New Zealand and doesn't suffer some form of homesickness. Lisa did suffer from it, and she's willing to talk about it on the show today to help anyone else who's thinking of making the move to New Zealand, or who might be here in New Zealand and is going through the same thing that Lisa's been through, how she can help them to get through that, and just to let you know you're not alone. Lisa is a member of our private NZ Head community. She talks a lot about the Slack group. So when you hear her talking about the Slack group and the friends that she's made in that, that's what she's talking about. So don't forget that if you want to be part of that community, you can sign up for our free five-day video guide. And on day five, you'll be given details of the Slack group that Lisa talks about. To get to that free five-day, just sign up to www.nzahead.com forward slash free. Let's jump right in. And I really, really know you are going to love this conversation, this open, transparent, real, very brave conversation that Lisa's about to have with me. So sit back and let's talk to Lisa. Welcome to the NZ Ahead podcast. Everything you need to know about moving to and living in New Zealand. There's a whole world here. So nice to be with you again. We call Aotearoa on here, bro. We are your hosts, Liz and Brian. Amazing New Zealand in the Southern Seas. See, that's where I belong. That's home. Lisa, I am so excited to have you to the show for anything else because you are one of the very few people that I've actually met in person from our private community. And not only that, I met you in your home country of Belgium. So I'm yes. so excited to be talking to you here in New Zealand. You've made it, Lisa. You've made yes. it. Yes, <laughs> yes. Thank you for having me. <laughs> you are welcome. So will you just jump in for those who don't know you and let us know who you are and tell us a bit about yourself and why you're in New Zealand? All right. So I'm Lisa, my husband, Jordi, and I and our daughter, Kina. We moved to New Zealand uh, just over a year ago in October of 2022. Um, I'm a nurse and Jordi's a stay-at-home dad. Uh, so that's what we do here now. We um, always kind of dreamed about living abroad. We went to New Zealand on our honeymoon and absolutely loved it, um, but with no intention of moving at that point. Um, I lived in Canada as a child, so definitely had some moving abroad and adventure spirit ingrained into me by my parents. Um, And then I think during COVID, we kind of started thinking about the values in life and what we want out of life. Um, And we did kind of feel like our house was getting a bit small in Belgium. Um, And we just wanted a a quieter lifestyle, more nature, uh, not as crowded because Belgium is quite small and very full. Um, and we kind of tossed between Canada and New Zealand for a while. And 
yeah, still the side of New Zealand had ticked a lot more boxes, the climate, the lifestyle close to the beach, um, the friendliness of the people, the education. Um, and so we decided to jump in. It took a while to get here because um, Belgium not being English speaking, it was a lot of different hurdles to go over and get through to get registered as a nurse, to get visas. Um, but we made it in the end. Um, and that now seems like a shorter time than it actually was. I was going to say, how long was it before you, when when, when you actually said, I'm, we're moving to New Zealand and when you actually landed here, how yeah. long was that time? Uh, a year and two months. Yeah, see, that's yeah. not, is it, at the time? No. Oh, it's going on. I know. <laughs> it does, it does. And we did land as tourists because I did have to finish a course in Auckland first to get registered. So we kind of got our residency visas in February after that. So, well. Yeah. Congratulations. I'm so, so happy you're here. Yes. You know, it always, it always strikes me. I, I, I say this a lot, but when I meet Americans or English people, you know, from the uh, United Kingdom, Canadians, South Africans, whatever, I always think, yes, it's a big move to move to New Zealand, but at least you haven't got that language barrier thing. And obviously yeah. English is perfect. Is Geordie's English perfect? And what about your little girl? How did, how is, how is it? How, what, what is it like to move from a country and to another country that where English isn't, you know, your, your native tongue? How has that been? Uh, well, we did have to do the, the IELTS test before coming. Um, I had to do the academic one. Jordi had to do the general one. Um, but he even scored higher than me. His English is, is great. Um, it was a bit of getting used to speaking it on a daily basis again, because I hardly had to do that in Belgium. I could read in English, watch English movies, but I rarely had to speak it. Um, so definitely had to get back in the habit of finding my words. Um, our little one did not speak any English when we arrived. And so we just kind of dropped her in daycare and hoped that she would pick it up. First few weeks were tough. Um, they did ask us to give little lists of words in Dutch that they would write down phonetically to say like, mommy's coming back or we're going to toilet or eating or whatever. Um, but now she speaks both languages mixed together. Um, yeah. And, and she just spent the night at a friend's house this past weekend when we were at an, at a concert and it was no problem whatsoever for her to make herself understood and understand what's going on. So, uh, it's amazing. Do you know, that makes me feel so happy because we, we talked, we talked a lot in Belgium, me and you, do you remember we sat on the side of the river there and we were chatting? Yes. And I remember you telling me that your biggest fear was from Kinna. Oh, by the way, what? Tell me about her name. I just love her name so much. Where? Just quickly, just tell me where your daughter. Why Kinna? Well, it, we didn't even know that it was a Maori word. Um, right. uh, I know a singer songwriter that's named Kina, and I think she's half Japanese and have some Hawaiian influences. So that's where I first heard that actually. And then coming here, apparently, it's a. Uh, sort of sea urchin yeah it is yeah like, you know the little spiky black uh, yes and there's a there's even a beach um near nelson called kina beach because it's full of kina and we went there last uh two weekends ago and we took her to see her beach oh her name place <laughs> yeah oh that's gorgeous so yeah, yeah so going back to me and you in belgium having that conversation you were then part of our community so we knew you um mm -hmm. but you were really you were concerned and quite rightly so about the fact that you were going to take your daughter from 
her family in Belgium. And not only that, she was, how was she going to cope in daycare and, and, you know, just how was she going to immerse herself into, into the life of New Zealand? So it's, it's of great reassurance to me to, and I'm sure to other people who are coming from Europe to know that, because how old was she when she got here? She was two and a half. Right. Yeah. So now we're a year later, she's three and a half. And now she has little friends in kindy. We've had a play date. Um, so we did some hiking in Nelson and there was a five-year-old and they just hit it off immediately and were playing hide and seek. So it definitely did take some adjusting. And because she was that young, she couldn't really tell us about it, what she was feeling or how she was. She definitely was more clingy and unsettled at first. Um, but that's just her way of coping mm. with all these changes. Yeah. And talking about coping and changes in a minute, I want to get into, um, because you very kindly offered to talk about your, your journey with homesickness that yeah. every one of us goes through when we move to, well, I'm saying, I, I, I'm guessing everyone goes through when they move to New Zealand, but not many people talk about. So I'm really, really glad that you're here to talk about that and appreciate it. But before we do that, I just want to just stay on the, the theme of Belgium because <laughs> again, it's one of those things. Anyone who was European will know this. Is like Europe is its own. I don't know. There's so much. It's, Europe is so different from anywhere else in the world, isn't it? You know your your yeah. food, your architecture, your culture. The fact that you all sit out on the streets drinking wine at night. You know, it's just it, it, everything about Europe is so Europe. And to me, moving from England for personally, or moving mm-hmm. from America. New Zealand to me wouldn't seem that much of a difference. You know, it's like, it's just a better version of England, in my opinion. Yeah. <laughs> it's just, it's not that different. And so I'm always intrigued by people and you are no different because like I say, when I met you in Belgium, we were in Ghent, wasn't it? Yes. It was. And such a beautiful city, so vibrant, so European, so trendy and hip. And I see all the good sides of it. And like when you're saying, oh no, it was busy, but... What was it about Europe that you wanted to get away from? I mean, I know you're saying about the more space, but was there anything else that you thought, do you know what, all that is worth giving up and leaving my family as well, which we'll talk about in a minute. But what was it about the New Zealand that was such a big draw that all that was worth giving up to you? If you dream of moving to New Zealand, then you are going to love what I'm about to share with you. 12 years ago, when me and Bri emigrated to New Zealand, we were scouring the internet, trying to find any information that we could about what our life would be like when we got here. And basically all we had was YouTube. So we made this vow. We said, when we get to New Zealand, we're going to create something that we can share with others that answers those questions that you're so desperate to know about, like what is your life going to be like when you get here? And that's what I'm here to offer you today. We have created a five-day free, absolutely free video guide that shows you what it's really like to live in New Zealand. This stuff is unique and it is fabulous. You are not going to find it anywhere else on the internet. And like I say, it's absolutely free. You'll be sent a video every day for five days and you will know what it's like in New Zealand. So head over to the website. It's www nzahead slash free. One more time, that's www.nzahead slash free. You are going to love it. Uh-huh. What was 
it about New Zealand that was such a big draw that all that was worth giving up to you? I think definitely the nature is a big part of it. Um, there is just so much space here. It's incomprehensible how much space. My husband used to say the sky looks bigger here because you can just see so far. And this, it does, the sky does look bigger. Um, there's room there. It's never crowded. It never feels really crowded. The roads don't feel crowded. The climate is perfect for us. The winters don't get that cold. The summers don't get too hot. You don't have big, massive 40 degree heat waves um, that we really didn't like anymore. Um, the government used to be quite progressive in New Zealand, which we liked as well. Um, it has been some changes there. We'll see how that goes. But so far, I'm not too worried because um, it does have a history of bouncing back from one to the other. I'm like in a couple of years, it'll be labor again. That'll be fine. <laughs> but um, yeah, I think that's the major drawback yeah. for us, just a quieter lifestyle. It does feel like people in, in well, in my family and my friend group, every weekend was jam-packed. Your calendar was just busy, busy, busy. And it just, you felt like you were being lived. Um, and there was hardly any time to just spend a weekend with just your family, your core family, and go do things, go hiking, be outside. Um, so we're definitely finding that time here. That's really, really yeah. interesting. Thank you for sharing that. And again, a lesson learned because when you go, it's very different going to Europe as a tourist, isn't it? You know, and yes. you see all the lovely things. But like you say, you never you never know what it's like to be in that country unless you, you live there. And yeah, I appreciate you sharing that. It just, it just sheds a different light because I do hold Europe right up there like as yeah. being wow, wouldn't, why wouldn't anyone want to live in Europe? But like you say, when you talk to people and now we are talking to more and more people from Europe, it's not the, uh, as with anywhere, it's not the perfect place that maybe no, no, no. when you're a tourist, is it? No, and I know a lot of Europeans are scared by the the threat of Putin and Russia and those type of things too. Mm, yeah. 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 Tell me about your family. Who did you leave behind in, in Belgium to move to Tauranga in New Zealand? All right. So um, I was pretty close to my family. I have an older brother, younger sister and my mom. We all lived within a 10 minute radius of each other. Very easy to visit regularly. My mom's a huge family. So I have 20 odd cousins um, all within my age range. Everyone was having babies. So we did meet up a lot. Um, that was definitely that was the hardest thing and the only thing holding me back, having to say goodbye to people. Um, yeah, I think uh, I would never want to repeat that day at the airport. Yes, yes. Only oh. the close ones. I didn't oh. want too many people. Um, That's so, yeah, it was my mom. But even my um, my brother's stepchildren who were supposed to be in school, they were like, Nah, we got to be there. So they skipped today of school to come and see us off at the airport. And yeah, it was just a big cry fest. <laughs> oh, it's hot, yes. isn't it? Yeah, it is. Yeah. Yeah. And then, yeah, difficult. Now, Jordy's not as close to his family. So for him, it wasn't such a big deal. He knew it would be hard for me. Um, yeah. 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 I've said this, <clears throat> excuse me, I've said this before, but I don't know if, I don't know if it's just women or not, but I think we'd we just 
we just love we're close to our family Brian was the same and when although he was sad to leave them he was more like yeah but this is our adventure and I was like yeah but what about my brother what about my you know what about my yeah but it's just yeah I don't know if that's a female thing or what I don't know but yeah or whether you're just if you're the one that's closest to your family maybe like you say you are yeah there and your mum yeah and I think because of our time in Canada as well that made us even closer as a little family unit because we had spent those four years in Canada without family you, really made... you, you and Geordie did spend in Canada no no me and my siblings and my oh, family yes so that makes our little family unit was very close yes because of that time right I'm with you yeah 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 so Let's talk about you coming to New Zealand and you've been here just over a year now, haven't you? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, let's just talk about how you've how you've been feeling with the homesickness. Did you feel homesick straight away or did it just come on after a few months? Or can you just talk to us about that and let us know yeah. what that experience was like? Um, I think not at first. I was very much into the adventure. I had to start a course in Auckland. I was all for that, going for it. Um, I think my husband had more of a culture shock the first week. He's like, hmm, are we going to do this? Maybe we should just travel a few months and go home. <laughs> and I was like, no, 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 no. I spent too much effort getting here as a nurse. We're not just going home after three months. Um, I was like, let's fully commit. Let's go. I think the first time I had a bit of a, because I finished the course before Christmas and then we did some traveling to the Coromandel so we were there at Christmas and I think that was the first time it hit home a bit that yikes this is um this is how it's gonna be now Christmas just the three of us and everyone away on the zoom call and uh, we did kind of set up um, the computers so that we would have Christmas day breakfast and they could have their Christmas Eve dinner and we could like kind of do it together I'm not gonna do that again this year because it it just felt a bit too awkward at the end. And it kind of, yeah, I think we just need to agree a time of we're going to talk for 20 minutes, say hi, share about Christmas, and then just end the call because you're just sitting there trying to catch what they're saying and you can't really follow the conversation. You just kind of feel more left out afterwards. Oh, um, good on you for doing that, though. Yeah, we had to do something. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, that's, that's but it was a good lesson. Yeah, I was going to say it's good to know that it worked. You know whether it worked or not. So that's really yeah. Yeah, go on, yeah. carry on. Um, and then shortly after Christmas, my brother and sister-in-law they lost a baby um, during pregnancy. So that was yeah, that was pretty bad. We were in Toronga by that time in Airbnbs, but I, they did do a little um, online ceremony that I could watch. But because of the time difference, I was watching it at midnight in an Airbnb by myself. And it was just, yeah, it was gut-wrenching. I um, I decided there and then I'm never, never watching one of those again. Um, if anything happens, I'll fly back. <laughs> yeah, because um, yeah. uh, it's just, it's nice to be able to still be part, but no one sees you. And at the end, your screen goes blank and you're just left all alone and you don't get the cuddles and the little chit chat afterwards to help process. Um, So that was definitely a bit of a low point. And then a month later in February, my sister and my younger sister, who's also my best friend, she had a baby. So yeah, that was a lot of emotions up and down. I know. 
Yeah. And and I was, yeah, I was like, oh my God, I'm going to miss everything about this baby. We're not going to see him until he's walking. And Jordy even said, if you want to, just go. If you need to, just go. But I was kind of worried as well. We'd only been here about five months. If I go now, I might get too homesick and not want to come back. So I'm like, no, it's okay. I'll, I'll, I'll stick it out. We'll stay here um, and get more roots down here before we make that first trip. Yeah. Um, but the main thing I've always found is just being open about it because I'm going to, I get a lot more homesick than he does because I miss people. Um, so I just, I just tell him that I'm not having a good day. Like, um, it's that time of day, like a year again, or, you know, and, um, he'll cut on me. Sometimes I don't want to share and I'll just drive somewhere and put on some music that I know will make me cry and just have a little moment in the car. <laughs> oh, oh, I yeah. love you. You're so honest. That's just what we all do, isn't it? It yeah. is. Yeah. yeah. And, and you know what music triggers you to do that. Yeah. Um, my sister even made me a homesickness playlist on Spotify. So that was just perfect. Any of those songs <laughs> <laughs> trigger lots of memories. Um, yeah. Um, so that's usually what I do. And then I think it was all right through the winter, actually, because, you know, there were, we had little trips planned. Um, we went to the snow, there was Matsariki. Um, so we had like little things to look forward to and kind of go on. I started a new job. I was really happy with that and, and enjoying that change. Um, and then we even had a little Slack girls trip, which was so much fun. Um, so that was lovely to have a women's weekend and just chat, 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 chat. It was, everyone was so open and it was, it was amazing. We're definitely planning a repeat. Oh, um, yeah. But then kind of September, October came around this year then. Um, yeah. And it got, I don't know, you just, you just get it once in a while. You don't really, nothing usually has to trigger it. It can be just a nice song you hear on the radio and you think of someone and, um, what helped me one of the last times was putting up more artwork like up here. Um, just making our home here feel even more like home yeah. and trying to embrace that. Like this is, this is home. Let's make it more homely. Let's make it somewhere where I feel really well and really good. Um, yeah. And just accepting that it happens and, and letting it, letting it come, yeah. feeling all the emotions having a cry if you need to or meeting up with someone to talk to if you need that um you kind of feel sometimes you feel a bit guilty like this was my decision so why like I don't have the right to doubt it or feel sad about it or miss people because it was my choice to leave them but yeah that's it's tricky not to get down that route sometimes but it it was your decision to leave them, but that doesn't mean you can't feel sad about that. That's so true. Yeah. God, there's so much I just want to talk about there, but let me, <laughs> is there, was there any time that, did your family ever say to you, oh, just come home, just just come back? Did they ever put you in that position? Um, not yet. I think my parents-in-law actually would are more pushy towards that. Um. They did send Kina a lovely, I'd asked for more Dutch children's books 
and they sent a lovely story about an elephant that goes traveling because he's good at painting. But in the end, he gets homesick and goes oh. back to his family in Africa. <laughs> well, that's being ripped up. <laughs> the first time I was reading it, I'm like, where is this going? And then like, oh, this is the hidden message. <laughs> <laughs> you should have just added it at the back. But in the end, mummy and daddy and baby elephant all stay together. <laughs> yeah. I do kind of add one because at the end, there's one final picture of the elephant and the Eiffel Tower. So I just say he went home for a visit and then back to Paris. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's and tricky. Talk, talking about that as well, it, it's really apparent actually, and that, well, it's apparent to me, I think, because I'm a very emotional, talky person as well. Like, you know, I just yeah. talking about stuff. Um, and I don't, again, I don't know whether that is uh, just you as an individual person or whether that's from your culture, I don't know. But I, f- I don't know if you've found this, but I have found the Kiwis to be quite stoic when it comes to things like this. Um, I don't mean that in a in a in a horrible way. I just mean that they have a different way of dealing with sadness and emotion. I don't know if you feel the same, but mm. how? And that's like I say, that's not all bad. That is actually it works. Sometimes it really works when you're feeling down and you're having a bad day, and someone just goes, "Right, come on, let's get up. Let's let's get on with it. Let's yeah. go." You're like, oh, thank God. Like, you know, they're not being all. I needed that, Paul. Yeah, I needed that just to snap out of it. How have you found, I know you've talked about the Slack group and I'm so happy that you found, we'll talk about that in a little while, about how you found this group of people within and that you're told on our community. But Mm -hmm. how have you found being able to reach out to Kiwis? Have you been given much sympathy? Have you found good friends? Or are you, are your friends mainly from the group and therefore not from New Zealand? How has that been? Um, I'd say at this point, my friends are mainly from the Slack group mm-hmm. and not Kiwis. Um, I think having a toddler and not a primary school aged child definitely is a difference there. Because um, all the parents with primary school kids, the kids get invited to birthday parties. They have sports activities. They're all over the place meeting people. The friends get together. Whereas the daycare, that's not so much the case. And I found it harder to make connections there and meet people there. Um, I do feel like now that I'm in a new workplace, at the hospital, I had a lot more Indian and Filipino nurses there. And here, there's it's a nice mix of international people and Kiwis in the practice where I work. Um, so that's been really, really nice to finally make some connections with, with actual Kiwis and be able to ask questions like, how do you guys feel about this? Or, or what does Matsuriki mean to you? And then, oh, well, it's only been a holiday for two years, so it doesn't really mean that much at all yet. Yeah. Like, yeah, it's just a day off. Um, and yeah, I see what you mean about them being a bit more stoic. And, and um, I don't think I would share any of my, like, I'll say like, yeah, I have homesickness once in a while, but we don't really talk um much deeper about that yet no with no. them and keen is now finally coming at an age where she has some friends so i did put on like you gotta get kind of get brave up yourself for this as well like again and again and again meeting new people and trying to reach out and be sociable and some days you just you don't feel like it uh but i did send little messages at the daycare, I told them to give them to certain kids as parents that I would like to meet up because 
Kina talks about their little kid all the time. And so we did finally have a little play date here a few weeks ago with two little girls. Um, and there's a Christmas party tomorrow. So I hope to see those moms again tomorrow and kind of get that going a little bit. Um, but it, it is a slow burn. And I guess I didn't, I thought it might be a bit quicker. Yeah. Did you anticipate this? Did you did you think to yourself, oh, you know, it's obvious it's going to happen. I'm going to get homesick and, you know, just uh, has it been worse than you thought it was going to be? Um, That's a hard one. I don't, hmm. I think I have been maybe a bit more than I thought I would be. Yeah, because I think it's just at some points as well after a year, you crave some familiar faces yep. and just familiar things. And you just want to meet up at a familiar restaurant and just, you know, if there's silences or breaks, it's not awkward. This person knows you down to your core. And after a year, you can't expect that same level of friendship That's that so you've true. had with people. So it is, it's tricky. Yeah. 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 That's yeah. so true. Just going back to what you said about your painting behind you, I'm looking behind you. Yeah. I don't know if you heard the podcast that I did with Tess, but she went down to Wellington and she was saying about how she felt homesick. And that's mm -hmm. exactly what she did. She said, I just went out and rather than keep thinking of home all the time, I went out and bought new ornaments, new little knickknacks that yeah. were of Wellington, you know, so it was Wellington. This is my home, you know, this is home now. Like I live here. So it just yeah. reminded me when you said that, that's such a great tip, isn't it? Just to to create the new life that you have, you know, the, to create yeah. new memories and the new yeah. routines and what you look at every day. And yeah, I did also go out and all my picture frames had pretty dated pictures in them. Went out, got new pictures printed, put them all up. And even though, you know, you look at them and it's your whole family and it does kind of inkling that sadness as well, but it's nice to have them up there and they're part of our family. And it's nice for Kina to be able to look at the pictures and, ask me who's this and who's this and um, keep that incorporated. I think as well, what helped me now is that it's starting to be summer. Yeah. So it's heating up. The weather's lovely. You're doing so much outdoors. Summer's coming, Christmas coming, which as well is nice, even though it's, it's a little sad, but it's lovely that holiday. Um, and now that we're finally settled, we have our Christmas decorations up. We put the tree up and it's just, yeah, it feels really cozy. And then as well, my mom is coming to visit in January. Yay. So the prospect of a visitor and then summer, it's just, it's all good now. <laughs> Everything's looking good, isn't yes. it? Yes. Yeah. And it's brilliant when you know that they're coming over to see you because that makes such a massive difference because yeah. when they go back, you can say, oh, do you remember that little cafe that we went to? Or, you know, you know, you know, Akina goes to the, no, no, no. And, and yes. you know, and you can connect and you have that connection and it's just, yeah. it's just bliss. And you can show them why you chose New Zealand and why we love it here. Because yeah. not many, many, one of my cousins has been here, but other than that, none of my family has ever been this far. They don't really know it. It's no. a bit of a mystery to them. Um, they don't know much about it, actually. The Lord of the Rings was filmed. That's about it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, so it'll be good to be able to show her, show my mom and my stepdad how beautiful it is here. Why you moved. Yes. Why we love it. Before I share, I just want to share something with you about someone who just emailed me and I obviously won't say any names, but I just want to share that. But, but I just want to say 
has it been worth it? Has it been, has this year, I know you've had a rough time with all the things that have gone on back home and, and not being there for your sister's baby and things like that. But has there ever been a time that you've just thought, do you know what? This isn't worth it. It was never worth it. No, not yet. Oh, that's, no. that's the great. adventure is definitely worth it. Even if we do, because we haven't put a timeline on it, even if we do in the long run, end up going back. I try to keep that in mind as well. Like this is our adventure right now. We got to seize the day, seize the moment, make the most of it. Um, so that's why we do try and get out as much as we can and, and do little weekend trips here and there just to see as much as we can of New Zealand. Because if we stay home a couple of weekends in a row, we do get a bit of cabin fever. Like we, we got to go and do something. Yeah. And you're living in such a beautiful part of New Zealand as well. It's just so lovely. So yeah. Yeah, why wouldn't you want to go and explore? And I know you've just been to the Abel Tasman and things like that, haven't you? Just yes. to walk. Yeah. So you're so inspiring because you're one of these families that are making the absolute most of living in New Zealand, which is just so fantastic to see. Um, not like us who haven't even walked up Mount Tabernacle yet. And we've been here 15 years. <laughs> Have you not walked up the mount? <laughs> no. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. I'm super inspired by you, Lisa. That's insane. <laughs> I know it is. I know, don't tell me. That's um, on our list of things to do. Oh, when you come, make sure you come and see us. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I just wanted to share this with you because someone emailed me the other day and they said that uh, it was a lady and she just said, the, the 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 title and the email was please help and I thought oh what's this you know and she was yeah. basically saying that she'd moved to New Zealand um five years ago um they'd had their 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 daughter over here they moved with her husband she had her daughter over here she had a fantastic life she had a really good job her husband had a really good job but she desperately desperately missed her family um, especially because she just had this little girl and it was all the yeah. guilt and like, she's not going to see her mom and my family and my sister and same, same sort of thing, big family back in England. Yeah. So they decided that it was too much and they, it, they needed to go back. Like, you know, and she said, we just couldn't, couldn't do it any longer. And we just, we decided to give everything up. All our friends, she said, we had a fantastic lifestyle. She said, we went back to England and she said, literally within a day of being there, she said, when I walked into my mum's front room and we sat down and we had a cup of tea and after all the niceties and all that, oh, we've missed you so much. We're all done. Yeah. She said, it just went back to, boom, back to how it was before we left. She said, oh. we just looked at each other and we're like, oh my God, what have we done? And yeah. she said, and now we can't get back. She said, we haven't got the money to come back. And every day she said, we just regret that decision that we made. And I just wondered if you could give me some advice on people who are missing their family and how they cope with it. And then me and you were arranging this podcast yeah. and I was like, oh, this is just perfect. So I just wanted to, I mean, I couldn't give her any advice because I don't know. I have never been in that situation. And all no. I've said was, you know, it, to people, it, this is your life. Like you said, this is your family unit now. This is your, you're moving forward in your adventure. Um, I know it's easier said than done, but it was just, I wanted to share that with you because sometimes it's good to hear the other side of the people that do actually go back. Go back yeah. 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 I then, have thought about that too. Like all the, the reasons why we left. If you think of moving back, those reasons have not changed. None of them have changed. The people are there. That's the only thing. But the reasons why you left are all still the same. Yeah. Yeah. Um, there was one, one thing I was thinking as well. Everyone tells me, don't make those big life decisions 
on the low, like moving back, don't make them when you're feeling extremely homesick. Right. That decision, but wait until you're in a better place again and have a clear mind to think about it. Yeah, that's good advice. Yeah, that was someone told me like, in, when you're in that low point, that's not the time to make those decisions. And maybe she did. Yeah. 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 So we have planned to go back in May next year for a month. And I'm very curious to see how I'll find it, how I'll feel about it. Um, yeah. Oh, we'll we've got we... to do another podcast. Yeah, we have planned <laughs> um, like a, a family weekend, even a Friday to Monday that we just, they rented a house out in the um, the Southern part of Belgium, which is more foresty. And just my mom, my stepdad, all their kids, all their grandkids are going to spend the whole weekend together. So I'm very much looking forward to that. Um, also for Kina to reconnect with her cousins because play and being together is the best way for kids to connect. Um, but then I'm also curious to see how I feel about coming back then to yeah. New Zealand after yeah. that time. Yeah. I It'll think be a, a test. Be, yeah, it will be a test. Personally, I think you're going to be like, so let's get home. Let's just get yeah. back to New Zealand. Um, I really, really hope that's the case because I do too. Yeah. 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 And, you know, I'm just, I'm so proud of you. I am so damn proud of you because it is such a huge move. And like we talked about earlier, just that whole, not just leaving the family, everyone has to do that, but leaving a whole different culture, just leaving a whole different yeah. way of life, you know, to, completely changed so I'm so proud of you for for yeah what you know getting through and being here and being so positive and I'm so happy your mum's coming over and you're going over to Belgium yes yeah even just knowing that you're going there is bliss it is yeah you know yeah if you were going in two years it wouldn't matter you'd know that you're going back so it's like oh that's fine yes. I'm gonna see them then yeah 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 and I was glad my work's quite flexible about it like as long as I found someone to cover if you want to take some unpaid leave, you go ahead. If you want to go a month, you go. Um, they're not like nitty bitty about it. Like, oh no, you've only got, this is your allowed amount of time. Um, which is very Kiwi, of course. Yeah. Like family is important. And if you need to be with your family, that's fine. We'll make it work. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's very Kiwi. Um, before we talk about the Slack group and just your, 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 the community that you have there, because you, you have literally, you've got that best community. You've got the, I mean, I know Dunedin's going to argue with me on this, but they're like, because <laughs> they always reckon they've got the best little groups. Yes. The Tauranga group is just fabulous. Yes, um, yes. Just talk to me about that. How, how, how's that been for you being part of that community and having, um, having the Slack group community here was really life changing. Cause as I said, I found it hard to meet parents and through Kina's kindy um, I found it hard at first to connect with people at work. And so there was actually no one in Tauranga from the Slack group before we arrived. And then there were three families and we all arrived in January of 2023 at the same time. And so we just immediately bonded. We meet up regularly. I still see them regularly. I consider Christy one of my best friends here. Um, Tina spent the night there. It was lovely. It's just, it's easy. And then we've had some new arrivals since then, and they just join right in. Um, so we've got Aileen and Stevie now and Brianna and David as well. Um, so that's that's lovely. And I think we're expecting another couple from London in January that are going to be in Tauranga. So, yeah, it would be lovely to meet them too. But having that support and just 
because you even need to put like emergency contacts on your kid's sign-in sheet. You know, no one, they're not supposed to be someone international. They have to be New Zealand. So it's like, Hey, can I put you down? Yes. Can I put you down for my kids? Yes, that's <laughs> fine. Um, so it was just lovely to have that kind of person, um, those people to, to even to invite to Kina's birthday party here. Cause that was May. So we didn't really have a big group then yet of people we knew. And it was just lovely to have someone that we knew and were comfortable with and, and wanted that same lifestyle. Um, yeah, so wow. it's it's been amazing. I, I'm forever grateful for that Slack group. I was just thinking about it yesterday. And like, if that hadn't been there, I don't know if I would have made it this far. Mm. I really don't. Um, yeah. It makes me feel so happy. I've got, I've got literally my legs <laughs> standing up on my arms because, yeah, it's just, I see you all meet, meeting up and all the photos and things. And that's that 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 was always our wish and so when you hear it it's just like oh bliss like you know just that yes. oh it's gorgeous it's absolutely lovely yeah it's it's worth yeah it, it's priceless it's uh oh it's amazing yeah thank you i'm yeah. so i'm so glad you're part of it as well <laughs> um lisa first of all as well thank you for being a nurse and um you know just coming bringing your skills to new zealand as as i've been saying lately a lot just you really i really really appreciate what you're doing here in new zealand and going through everything you've gone through and still staying and making this country your home that makes me just feel really really happy and proud um is there anything else as someone who is going through homesickness right now any advice you would just like to give to them that has helped you that we haven't yet covered? Is there anything that I haven't mentioned? That's some good wine always helps too, I guess. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> glass of wine. Yeah. yeah. Meet yeah. up with a girlfriend, have some wine, go for a walk on the beach if you're close to the beach. Most New Zealanders are. Um, and if you need someone to snap you out of it, just say that as well. Like, hey, can we do something? I need, I need a distraction. I don't feel like sulking all day but sometimes you do need to have that day and just take it to get out over it quicker yeah 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 well i am so glad that you are you're you're still here that you made it i can't believe we me and brian were saying this morning when we we're getting ready it's like can you believe the last time we saw lisa it was like just in ghent and just ghent, on the side yeah. of the river there and you were so nervous and so apprehensive about what you were coming to and had lots of questions. And now here you are and you've been through that journey and moving yeah. on to really, really exciting times. Um, I'm desperate now. I'm going to be meeting back up with you after you've been back home to yes. Belgium. <laughs> um, and uh, yeah, to find out what that was like and just everything that came with that. But Thank yeah. you so, so very, very much for joining me today and chatting about a subject that lots of people just want to push under the carpet, quite frankly, because yeah. it's not, you know, you don't really want to be talking about that because like you said, it's the whole guilt thing of like, well, it was your choice anyway, you know, yeah. you what you wanted. Yeah. So you do, you you don't feel like you can talk about it, but you very much can. And, and you need to. Yeah. 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 Okay, my friend, I could talk to you for hours, but I'm not going to keep you any longer. But thank you so much for joining me. And You're have welcome. A brilliant Christmas and a lovely time with your mum. And you when too. you come to climb that mountain, come and knock on my door and we'll All have right. it together. <laughs> we'll do. We'll Bye, do. Lisa. Lovely talking to you. <laughs> Bye. Speak to you soon. Bye. 
I really hope you enjoyed that show as much as I enjoyed recording it. If you're moving to New Zealand and you are interested in joining the Slack group, the private community group that we raved about and talked about on today's show, then you need to head over and get our free five-day video guide. This is a video guide that sends you a video every day for five days sharing some aspect of what life in New Zealand is like. It's absolutely free. And then when you get to the fifth day, you'll be given the option of whether or not you want to join the private community, the one that we talked about. It's a fabulous, fabulous resource. I don't need to say anything more because you've already heard all about it. Go over, take the free five-day video guide, get to day five, and then you can decide whether or not you'd like to be a member and join our private community along with me and Brian and all those other fabulous people that are walking along the same path as you and making the move to New Zealand. So head on over to www.nzahead.com forward slash free. Head on over to www.nzahead.com forward slash free and get your free five day video guide, get to day five, and then you decide if you wanna come and join us in our private membership group. I hope to see you on the other side. Thank you so much for joining us on the podcast this week. We have loved having you here with us. If you love this week's show, please share this with your friends. Send it to anybody you know that wants to think about moving to New Zealand and get on over here yourself. And tell them how brilliant it is as well. And also, if you haven't signed up for our free five-day video guide showing you what life is like, really like, in New Zealand, then go over to the website and sign up. You are missing out. This is brilliant. Go over to www.com nz ahead slash free and we will send you five days worth of videos about what life is like in new zealand you are going to love it so one more time that website that you need to sign up for the free five-day guide is www.nz ahead slash free so we're going to see you next week until then have a great week and we'll speak to you soon bye Bye. <laughs> Say bye again. Bye. Bye. <laughs>